Hello. Hi. I'm Emma. I'm Shannon. And welcome to This Podcast Doesn't Exist. Hi. Welcome. We already said that. We're happy you're here. Yeah. We hope that you're having a great day. Yeah. How's your day going? Did you have enough water? Yeah. When was the last time you had water? Or what? The last time that you ate? Jenna. Erica. Cam. Goodness, friends. Come on. (laughs) A Lara bar is not a meal. It's not a meal. It's a snack. It's a, it, it's not, a, and I hate the term meal replacement for bars mm. and things like that because it doesn't necessarily, no. like, yes, you might have the same amount of calories or the amount of protein you're supposed to have, but it doesn't actually fill you and make you feel full, Yeah, which is dangerous because then what you end up doing is feeling okay, feeling that way, and mm. then you're, like, rewarding yourself with, oh, my gosh, I'll eat a Lara bar and it'll be fine. <laughs> it's not fine. Eat food. Food is fuel. Disclaimer, we are not doctors. Please do not sue us. Uh, do not. Blah, 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 blah. I mean, just in, <laughs> just in terms of, of somebody who has, uh, you know, there's people in my family who have body dysmorphia, who have issues with food, with eating, with feeling okay around food. It, it is it is okay for it to feel that way. It's okay. Go You're ahead. hot. You are hot. We like your butt. And if we don't know you in real life. Your so butt's sorry. great either, but d- d- you know, I mean, to the one percent of our listeners in Germany, <laughs> Estonia. Hello, friends. What's up, Estonia? We love you. Um. Anyway, if you're new <laughs> who are here, we? So sorry. We've got a you know we have our little collapsible soap boxes that we need to. We do. Uh, this is not actually an aggressive affirmation podcast. It really isn't. This is a uh, unsolved mysteries podcast. Um, we're very much into the spooky, the unsolved, the mysterious, the all the things we don't have answers for, except for last week when Shannon scared the bejesus out of me and also i don't i think my soul left my body for about 0.2 seconds it really did you just like froze i didn't know what to do i couldn't (laughs) process any of what you did to me it was very it was alarming it was great you did a great job but it was like i couldn't process for a good minute or so and you just kept talking and i could not I could not process what was I'm gonna, happening. I'm going to put that talking. on my, my Yelp page, my Yelp reviews. <laughs> it was alarming, but great. It's true. Put it on my Hinge profile. <laughs> alarming, but great. A review from my best friend. <laughs> Are you anyway, confused? Go back and listen to last yeah, week's episode. Feel free. It was great. She did a great job. I'm very happy that you pulled it off, honestly. I'm very happy, too, honestly. Yeah, so great job. If you would like to hear more of our episodes or you'd like to tell us of other episodes you would want us to do to hear in the future, you can go to our website at thispodcastdoesnexist.com. Dot com. You can find all the good buttons there, all of our socials, all of all of our everything. All the good buttons. Yeah. <laughs> like the write-in button. I the know. The button. I just, <laughs> I liked how that you described it. Yeah. All the good buttons. That's where they all live. Great. Is is on our website. Go click them. Go poke em. click them. Poke them. Poke around. Have fun. Do it. Um, you can also find our bingo card there. I highly suggest pulling it out for this episode. Oh. Um, I have a feeling that you just might get yourself a bingo. All right. I can play. Free space. Done. Great. Um. Have we a reference to a previous episode? <laughs> <laughs> she's got to fill in all of the blanks Let's see. that she's already, or all of the squares that she's already do, gotten. Do, 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 do. Huh. There are some of these that we have not done in a minute. 
Which I don't know what that says about us. I mean, it, we, we're people. We change. Have we done a visual we bit grow. yet? No. Okay. All right. I just have two right now. Great. All right. Well, today, my friends, um, it's a little bit of payback, which was unintentional. Oh. Um, but today, we've got a doll. No. <laughs> this, isn't, this isn't entirely my fault. This is not entirely my fault. I promise. But, uh, but, uh, so I, I just, here's a disclaimer right up at the top. It was very hard initially to find any good information about this doll because there's a quote-unquote primary source that isn't necessarily all that reputable. Um, I did use it in order to fuel the story to figure out what some of the details were. But just disclaimer right up, the source list for this is very short. Mm. So also, I felt sick the entire time I was doing this research. Which is not anything entirely new, but it's also a potential symptom of uh, looking at this doll. So no! I apologize in advance. No! <laughs> I apologize in advance no! to anyone who feels sick after listening to this. How dare you? So thanks, Alyssa, for the suggestion. If you're still listening, thank you. If so, drop a line. Let Ugh. us know. Um, no, and I'm mad at you. Bring up some other... Uh, Do not keep your mouth <laughs> shut. Oh, shit, it's bad. All right, all right, all right. Are we ready? No. No, never. All right. Is an old, decrepit doll the instigator of multiple illnesses, mishaps, and deaths? Probably. Or is it something we just simply can lay blame on? Yes, and. (laughs) So, in 2003... A listing was posted on eBay for an old porcelain baby doll. Mm -mm. He had no clothes, beat up limbs, and flaking cracked paint all over. Mm -mm. The listing read, and this is very long, I apologize, but here we go. All of this, all of this upcoming is a quote. I'm sure it's happened to all of us at least once or twice. You are walking around a flea market or antique mall looking for a treasure or two, and you come upon a beat up looking doll. You think to yourself, oh, that's charming, or the child who owned this doll must have really loved this thing. (laughs) But what I thought after seeing the doll that is offered today should never be repeated. This doll was purchased in a small dirt lot flea market in the quaint town of Webster, Florida. Webster, Florida. I know. Webster is a very charming industrial town about 60 miles southwest of Gainesville. They have a weekly flea market offering treasures, bargains, and aisles of kettle corn. Anyways, I digress. I do like kettle corn. I know. Obviously, they do, too. (laughs) I arrived at the flea market fairly late in the day when most people were packing up to go home. This is when I saw an elderly man placing the doll in a box. It looked interesting, so I asked the man if I could see it. The conversation went something like this. Man, you don't want to see this doll. Me. Sure I do. What do you want for it? Man, well, this is a good question because it's very old. The man looked like he was going to begin to cry. It was my son's. I bought it for him when he was born and he passed away a few years after. This doll has sat in my work shed for over 60 years. I wasn't going to bring it out today, but I figured I just needed to get it out there. Anyways, I want 20 bucks for it. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I gave the guy 20 bucks, put it in a bag, and walked away. When I was halfway down the aisle, the man came running over, visibly out of breath. 
Man, I have to warn you about something. I can't let you take him like this. The reason it has been in my shed is that the doll brought an eerie presence into our house after our son died. We could hear crying and singing from his bedroom. When we went to check it out, there was nothing, just the doll. Mm. Other things started to happen, and the priest told me I should burn the doll. I tried and tried, but it would barely burn. That's why his arms and legs are so worn. Anyways, I just wanted to let you know. (laughs) Anyway, okay, bye. Okay, bye. I told him, okay, and chuckled to myself as I walked away. That was until I got home, and my life has never been the same. Two days later, my cat died. My girlfriend left me for the pool guy. I began to have chronic migraines, and this is only two days after purchasing the doll. A week later, I began to hear children laughing and crying in my basement. Mm -mm. Every time I would go to check it out, of course, nothing. The doll has been in an armadillo coffin in my basement for the last year and a half. I have no clue what that means. Sorry, what? I have no clue what that means. I think it just means a small coffin. For an armadillo. For an armadillo. Sorry. (laughs) I've lost my place. Armadillo coffin in the basement for the last year and a half, and I need to get rid of it. I really do believe it's cursed. Sometimes I touch it, and it seems like it has a pulse. Maybe I'm just paranoid, maybe not. The cursed doll measured, measures 21 inches tall. His, her, its head, arms, and legs are all composed. The eyes are closed when it's lying down. Oh. Yeah. Please ask any and all questions before you bid this doll. I have had it out of the coffin for years, so if anyone else happens, if anything else happens this week, I will be sure to let you know. This auction is sold as is with no returns, please. (laughs) Winner pays exact shipping and optional insurance. Check out my other auctions for more vintage collectibles and antiques. Ask all questions before you bid. Even if you think you are sure about condition, pictures, etc., please ask all specific questions before bidding. Thanks for looking and good luck. End entire quote. Mm. How we feeling? Why do you do this to me? Why? I will say I racked them, stacked them for my topics, like of all of the ones that have been suggested. And this was just the first one we hadn't done in the list that Alyssa had sent. So, like I hid it in the mailbag and I hoped you wouldn't (laughs) look at it. (laughs) I'm sorry. No, you're not. And that's not on my bingo card, so I can't even cross it off. I'm sorry. (laughs) So, the winning bid for the doll was $700. I would love to be stupid rich someday. Yeah. Spend stupid money on stupid stuff that's going to ruin your life. But the bidder never paid. Oh. And so the seller, a New Yorker named Greg, put the doll up for auction again. By this point, eBay's most infamous haunted doll had already made some buzz in the paranormal community, including on Art Bell's radio show, Coast to Coast. Greg included a new description in the second posting of the doll. Quote, When in Florida this past week, I was able to make it to the Webster Flea Market to see if I could find any more information about the doll or the original owner. I wasn't able to find the gentleman who sold me the doll, but I did find someone who said he knew the man and was a longtime friend of the family. He was also sure to tell me that the man had passed away some years before. The man, his name was Walter, told me that the gentleman, whose name was Harry, 
did in fact have a son that had passed away only a year or two after being born. He also told me that the son was severely disfigured. Walter wouldn't go much further than that, and he began to tremble and sweat profusely. End quote. A couple of days after posting the second listing, Greg received an email from another eBay user who had had a vision of what would happen to Greg as soon as he sent the doll to whomever eventually purchased it. It involved, it was very convoluted, it's a very long email, and I was very confused throughout, but it involved light wrapping around him, a sacrifice, and the call to bury the doll at least five feet underground. It also included the phrases, quote, you will receive due punishment from the gods, end quote, and, quote, I'm not a pizza girl, I'm the spirit of my god, the lord of the lords, end quote. <laughs> what that phrase i'm not a pizza girl is so like the i read the whole email it's in it's in this book that i that i read i read almost the entire book for this but it's in here and it is so out of place of every like the whole email is convoluted and crazy it sounds insane but it's just so it feels anachronistic because it's like it sounds like it's something from the book of revelation until you get to that point and you're like whoa <laughs> what <laughs> what is happening i think i'm just gonna put that on, on my hinge profile like, i'm not a something pizza girl? you should know about me i am not a pizza girl i am a messenger of the lord of lords <laughs> pizza emoji <laughs> why am i single you ask <laughs> good question i love that hey that's a great way to weed out the un- unwanted the unwanted the unwanted there's so many after a while kathy a woman from dublin was able to bid and win what had now become known as harold the haunted doll Mm. she was coming over to the u.s to attend her aunt's connecticut wedding and join her aunt and new husband on a cruise with her own fiance after the wedding greg was living in new york then and he and kathy were able to meet up and make a trade for harold in manhattan two weeks before the wedding greg handed kathy harold in a Dwayne reed drugstore bag (laughs) the most new york thing so new york and even after reading the listing and purchasing the doll kathy didn't believe in the curse or haunting at all she bought it she claimed to practice doll restoration oh her family didn't think much of it either. Her aunt laughing at the doll when she was shown it. Bad, Don't, bad bad mistake. Bad vibes. The next day, Kathy's aunt had her back go out, and a doctor diagnosed her with a herniated disc. She was put on bed rest until her wedding day. The day after, her soon-to-be husband had the same thing happen to him. Mm. A herniated disc. And then Kathy was diagnosed with a herniated disc. So this doctor must have been like, are these people jumping off of what shit? What are you are doing? What are you guys doing? But like, so my mom had a hernia, I think she had it twice, a herniated disc, mm-hmm. and had to have cortisone shots in her back in order to alleviate the pain. And it was so bad that when she would drive, she would drive like she was driving a lowrider. Like her seat. In, her, mm-hmm. in the car was put as far back as it could go where she could still look over the steering wheel just mm-hmm. so she could lay as flat as possible in order to get us to school mm. and it was like it, it honestly watching her go through that it looks like the most painful thing on the planet i cannot imagine first of all watching it happen to somebody and then having it happen to you <laughs> and you're like what is happening where, where is it coming from like I, it's not like 
it, I mean, at least it's not said. It's not like they had any, like, They weren't doing issue. aerial silks for their wedding reception. Exactly. <laughs> it doesn't seem like there's any reason for this to be happening. So, the wedding was apparently a mess. With the cake being ruined, the makeup artist never showing up, no. and the groom having to give his vows from a wheelchair. And it didn't stop there. While Kathy got better, her aunt and new uncle both got bronchitis and strep throat. Oh. Which, oh, I've had strep and I do, mm-mm. I've, I've had both. Yeah. Not at the same Not time. Not at the same time. But, oh. And then her aunt also developed shingles while having these other two illnesses. You're about to get disowned, Kathy. Truly. Which, all of this then meant that Kathy and her fiancé were to go on the cruise alone. But not alone. But not alone. They did boarded, and the cruise line promptly lost most of their luggage. Her fiancé was left without his bag of shoes, but Kathy only had a carry-on in her new doll to keep her company for the next two weeks. How do you lose their luggage on a boat? Ten minutes before docking back in New York at the end of the cruise, someone approached the crew with the missing bags, saying they had had these bags in their room the whole trip and didn't realize they didn't belong to the other people in their party until now. (laughs) What? How do you not, like, and it was like a group of four people were staying in one room because they had two beds, and they were, like, packing their stuff away at the end of the trip and they're like is that your bag those cabins are so small how do you you not notice that there's an extra two or three bags truly so uh, that's weird interesting when they returned to kathy's aunt and uncle who had been healthy and feeling much better two weeks after their wedding harold accompanied them that night kathy's aunt had to be taken to the emergency room because of her back giving out on her no. Kathy immediately went to post to the post office the next day to send Harold home so he could cause no more harm, and she was convinced he was cursed. Girl, why are you tending him home then? Because she paid for him. She's like, I don't know what else to do. So she just posted him back to Ireland by himself. <laughs> they got trash cans in New York. <laughs> they got churches. Truly. A year later, Harold appeared on eBay again. And again, the first winner of the auction <laughs> failed to come forward back with the money. Again. <laughs> Sorry. Guess who's back, 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 back again. Good. First person didn't come forward with the money, so he went up a second time. This is when he caught the eye of Anthony Quinata, a paranormal investigator and psychic medium. He put the bid he put in a bid on the doll just to see how high the reserve was, which on eBay the lowest amount that a seller will accept for a starting bid is often hidden unless you put in a reserve number mm-hmm. and it hits either at or above. So he did and was shocked to see that his bid of $300 was the only one to start the bid and get the auction rolling. Okay. $300 is like an insane amount of money for this kind of thing. But yeah. he was hopeful someone would outbid him. He was just curious of like what, how high the reserve was and then was like, Ooh, oops, okay. Kathy emailed him to ask why he wanted the doll and he said he didn't. He was just curious and was hopeful someone would outbid him soon. At this point in the book, because this is, this is taken from the book that I read that Anthony wrote. At this point in the book, Anthony describes getting into a bidding war over the doll with another bidder just for fun and then spectacularly losing, which is the most male thing I've ever heard. Yeah, right. So he lost, as in he lost the bidding war because he won the doll. 
Um, he didn't want to, but he coughs up the money. The ending bid at seven hundred dollars, just like the last time. Nope. After seven. Seven. After reassuring Kathy that he was okay paying out and taking the doll, she sent it to him because she was like, she had emailed him and been like, "Do you? I will put this back up for sale mm-hmm. again." If you do not, I do not want to give you something you don't want. And he was like, nah, you know what? Give me. It's fine. And she was like, Do you think he wrote it off on his taxes? I don't know, actually. I don't think so. This book was written ages after he bought the doll. So. I know, but like, if it's part of his cyclical research. I don't know. As his job. I feel like. If you have a kooky, spooky job. Please write in yeah, and let, let us, us know. know what you write off on your taxes. What do you or, write off on your taxes as just a general person, or like, though? Or, like, are you what? an accountant? Tell us. I don't even know if there's anything that I write off on my taxes. It's like, because it's not like we, I have a personal business. No. So, anyway. Sorry. Diversion. Harold arrived in the Dwayne Reed drugstore bag that Kathy had received him in, packed in a cardboard box. Oh, Reuse, recycle. Yeah. She probably was like, the bag is cursed, too, and just putting it all in. (laughs) Get it out of here. Ever the paranormal investigator, Anthony didn't take the doll out of the box, but held up a few EMF readers to see if the needles moved, therefore showing anomalous electromagnetic fields coming from the doll. The needles didn't budge on Hmm. any of them. Well, that's encouraging. Yeah, he thought, quote, it looks like I spent a whole lot of money on what is basically a very ugly doll and nothing more. (laughs) Don't insult him. Just in case... He decided the next day to try to get an EVP with the doll, electronic voice phenomena, but again didn't get any evidence that the doll had anything going on in there, even when he played back the recording, which is when you would hear an EVP for the most part. When you play, when you click record while you're asking questions, while you're directly trying to contact, or even if you're just like, it's quiet in here, I'm going to turn this on. It's when you listen back to the interference mm-hmm. and anything that would have been in the background or too close to the recorder in order for you to hear um, if you were standing far away from it. That's where EVPs are heard. Mm-hmm. Side note, I have a separate Audacity file of all potential EVPs while we record. <laughs> <laughs> And I have a couple. There's one of them that's very scary. Emma! <laughs> I don't like this. Emma! Only one of them super scary. The other yeah. ones, I think, are just like burps that we don't realize. <laughs> oh! What? <laughs> to, be, to be honest, that one was from the other house, from your house. Uh, when we recorded there i haven't had any happen while we recorded here so and i've also like gone through and done my bruja shit through this house so i feel like we're okay (laughs) i'm sorry that i really freak you out are you okay (laughs) it just reminded me (laughs) talk about the creepy doll okay do you want to hold one of the no she's okay <laughs> they're not squishy that's true they're not as they're not as squishy as they i don't have be. an emotional support pillow like i did on the futon <laughs> oh goodness all right so at least back then i could lay down when you made me cry that's true you can't do you can't move all that much here there you go 
So Anthony decided to put Harold back in the bag and include a bottle of holy water and a crucifix just in case. Like cool. there was no EVP. There was no EMF read on it. It's just a doll. And he was like, all right, it was just as a, as a precaution, packing this up, give us some holy water. It's fine. Wanting to get some clarity on the supposedly haunted object he had bought, Anthony asked a psychic friend who was able to use psychometry, which is touching an object and discerning information that way, to do a reading on some objects he had. They met in the basement of the Tattered Cover Bookstore in Denver, Colorado. Hey! And when he pulled the doll out of the bag, his friend April said, quote, Is that Harold? End quote. April! Anthony was disappointed she knew that knew the doll, since this could mean a biased reading, but he had been all over the internet at this point, so it made sense she would know of him. Like, it's pretty big in the paranormal community. And this might be a good test, Anthony thought, to see if April could pull anything that wasn't from the internet from the doll. Anthony sprinkled holy water on the doll once he put him on the table. He turned on the digital recorder to record the reading with April as she reached for the doll. She turned him over in her hands and said, quote, I'm getting something about the spirit in the doll being a child molester, a molested child, or both, end quote. And then quickly said she couldn't hold it anymore because the doll said it was going to kill her. Oh. Yeah. April had a heart murmur, and when she heard the voice threaten her, it felt like her heart was being squeezed. Anthony turned off the recorder, a total of 45 seconds recorded, and packed Harold away. He knew April had a flair for the dramatic, and so didn't take what she said too seriously, which, side note, feels super rude. Like, you've asked your friend to do right. this recording, or do this reading, and you're like, mm, I, but I don't believe that what you do is real. Like, that that's how it feels. Like, bruh, you're both psychics. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. It felt really, like, icky to me for him to be like, oh, I'm skeptical of the patriarchy. And I'm like, so? She's so dramatic. Ugh. So when Anthony got home, he listened back to the recording he had taken during April's reading. And this is when Anthony started believing that Harold was more than he appeared. Shannon has gone as far back away from her microphone as she possibly can. So while April laughed about Anthony packing holy water with the doll, a harsh male voice told her to shut up. When the holy water was sprinkled on the doll, Anthony could hear a scream. When Harold was being held by April, an angry roar was heard on the recorder, but it was cut off with a shout that said, I'm going to kill you, bitch. Immediately after, Anthony could hear April say, I'm sorry, I can't do this, and tell him that the doll had just told her it would kill her. Mm. You good? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to keep rolling through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The only way out is through. The, the only way out is through. A Whaley house visit, which is a haunted home in California, a circle of protective crystals, EVPs telling Anthony to go for it with some women, and a Romanian psychic immediately refusing to do a reading on the doll amounted to Anthony realizing he had a lot more evidence for his book on paranormal activity than he anticipated. It was the whole reason that he had eventually bought Harold, so honestly, he was pretty okay with the fact. He was like, you know what, I can use this doll, maybe, for finding some good evidence for paranormal activity and then when he was like well now i gotta figure out if this doll actually is connected to the paranormal he was like oh shit Mm. there's too much anthony put harold away for eight years apparently it was a lot he was like i'm i'm good we can just not do this for now but 
After taking him out of storage and posting a photo of him online, he received multiple comments and emails about how people had become dizzy, sick, or got headaches about after only looking at the photo. With all the activities surrounding Harold, it's no surprise that he caught the attention of our favorite Pokemon, Zach Bagans. Bagans, Bagans, Bagans. Bagans Bites. <laughs> it's like the only Zach Bagans gif that's on TikTok. Like the Bagel Bites one. Yeah, so that's why I use it a lot. I love it. Um, okay, wait. Unexpected celebrity mention. Check. <laughs> I mean, it kind of makes sense in context, but I'm going to, I'm taking it. Yeah, that's all right. So, Zach contacted Anthony and asked if he could borrow Harold for an episode. Anthony obliged, hoping to get some answers about the doll. He had, like, explained to them, hey, this is what I've been told. This is the stuff that I've encountered. This is the stuff you should be careful of. All that kind of thing. So after the episode, Harold was returned, but Anthony wasn't given any indication of what happened and if anything was found out about the doll. So he watched the episode like the rest of us. The Ghost Adventures crew took Harold to Isla de las Muñecas, oh. the island of the dolls. Uh-huh. When Harold is introduced in the episode, Zach calls him a guest investigator. <laughs> Stop. Zachary. He opens a suitcase and the camera zooms in on this doll. And he goes, and this is our guest investigator for the day. This is Harold, the did, haunted doll. Did they put him in, like, a short sleeve plaid shirt? <laughs> put glasses on him? Like Zach. Oh, my gosh. No. But, uh. goodness. Zach calls him the guest investigator. And there's a zoom into Harold's face, along with the warning not to look him directly in the eye. <laughs> like, okay, so don't look at the screen? Great. Um, you're posting these to Instagram. Oh, I know. Don't worry. I am. Zach then tells a story of a woman dying from an aneurysm after seeing Harold, which Anthony claims is not true. And the crew seems to have put him in a suitcase that didn't, he didn't come in. And it was just like for added effect. <laughs> reveal. Reveal, I guess. But he was like, that is not Harold's like case. Like he gave them Where's the Where's the Dwayne Reed back? <laughs> right. <laughs> so they take Harold to a medium in Mexico who they claim has no prior knowledge of Harold. She says that there are five spirits in the doll. Oh, goodness. And that they should do nothing to oh. provoke the bad entities inside. Great. <laughs> but they take Harold to the island and chaos ensues. Oh, of course. Of course, of course, of course. Yeah. A fire started right in front of the camera. Like, as they're recording, it's just like a little fire just like, shoo, starts. And they were like, what, what is happening? And they're like, tamp it out. Zach got three small bruises on his arm that look like the teeny tiny finger marks of a doll. Creepy. Yeah. And a mechanical doll laughed right behind Aaron. No. But when the guys looked, neither the doll nor the one surrounding it had batteries or a speaker or was mechanical in any capacity. Honestly, and I remember this because I went back to my notes about Ila de las Muñecas to like look into, oh, what did I write about it? And I wrote, this was the scariest thing I've ever seen on screen because <laughs> it truly could not come from anywhere except for them and they were like true like to the camera they were like we have nothing on us that will like we don't even have our walkie talkies like we usually do like there's nothing here to interfere with this like what is this Mm -mm. so they also put a heat sensor in front of harold and another doll so like they they put like a camera that has like a heat thing and harold lit up like a christmas tree 
Mm. While the other doll was completely cold, mm. as a doll should be. Mm-hmm. So, Skibby. Love that. Yeah. Anthony watched the show and knew that while the Ghost Adventures crew had their quirks, there was little they could fake on an island they had never been on before. Later, he turned the show on again and put a flashlight in front of Harold so he could ask him yes or no questions. He filmed it and asked the doll if he was responsible for the laughter, and the flashlight flicked on to answer yes. You good? Sorry, could you guys hear <laughs> hear that? <laughs> so, a young boy, whom Anthony calls Vincent in his book, saw a video that his mom was watching on YouTube about Harold and told his mom, quote, the lady and the children are scared. That black blob won't let them go to the sunshine. End quote. He even painted a picture of black scratches in one corner and four white star-like spiny orbs in the other. He would end up tormented by Harold and the spirits in him for over a year. A man Anthony calls Larry emailed him to say that he had had a vision of the spirits in the doll after watching the episode of Ghost Adventures. He saw the faces of the scared woman and a young boy, and then that of a burned man with no hair and a snarling growl. With all of this, Anthony believes, based on the seeming collaboration with the medium that the Ghost Adventures crew had in- interviewed, there are four spirits in the doll, plus a demon. The demon doesn't haunt Harold. He owns him. That's what Anthony says. He's also said that people have felt the people who have felt a strong connection to a photo of Harold or have said bad things about him are the ones who are the most affected. A woman started saying Harold was a whole list of bad things and then coughed up blood. Some people have felt pinched, scratched, or had headaches. After watching the Ghost Adventures episode, one man got a ruptured larynx while another had a bout of diverticulitis. But that might just be Zach's bad acting sickening them. (laughs) You're welcome. Some have had nightmares, others feeling dread or nausea, and Kathy believes that Harold was the cause of two deaths, friends of hers who had laughed at him. Harold, honey, you're gorgeous. You're amazing, babe. Work it, monarch. Work it, queen. You're great. Work it, monarch. (laughs) Please. I don't know how Harold identifies. That's fair. I just, I love, I love that phrase. Even after all of this, Anthony decided that it would be a good idea to show Harold off and took him to a ghost workshop. You're dumb. You're stupid. I was given no more information about what this was, a ghost workshop, but my guess is something like how we connect to the paranormal or like encounters or something, some kind of panel situation. But I like the idea of ghosts building things at a workshop like birdhouses or something. And Haley, (laughs) if you have a moment to just make a quick little doodle of some ghosts making little birdhouses, it would make me really happy. you thought that I pictured haunted objects and ghosts like sitting like it's like a stand-up comedy like they're working their their material like oh we'll workshop it like (laughs) (laughs) oh i really like that they're standing up on stage and they're like no you need a little more vibrato a little more vibrato please (laughs) i love that so it wasn't that it was more of like a like panel-y thing i'm guessing great that night After getting home. No. I don't want to know. Anthony was attacked. He blacked out in the bathtub and found himself the next morning on the floor with his head resting on the side of the tub, feeling like he was having a heart attack. Mm. He turned out 
fine. But he was like, this definitely has to do with Harold. And he hasn't like like shown him at anything since Mm. it was also the reason why he was a little afraid of giving him to zach bagans initially Mm. because there was this whole like zach in the show was like so the owner of harold was really reticent to give us harold to use for this episode but we convinced him that it was really integral to our investigation of la isla de las muñecas and it was like okay i feel like that isn't how it happened but okay (laughs) So, do you like my Zach voice? It's so good. Thank you. I appreciate it. I worked really hard. <laughs> I just have to become a weird-looking white man for a minute. <laughs> Can you be Zach Bacon's for Halloween? <laughs> Wait, I have a, I have the, the camera that I made yeah. for the office party. Oh my gosh! Yes, great. Okay, I'm, I'm drawing on a beard. Great. Getting, getting one of those Ed. What is that? It's Ed like Hardy. Ed Hardy. Yeah, Ed Hardy shirts. <laughs> oh my gosh. Gerard can be Aaron. It'll be great. great. And I'll be Guy Fieri. <laughs> <laughs> so far, so far away from the, from the rest. You're like, I'm on. I'm a fun the TV food host. Network. I'm on the Food Network. You guys are over at Travel Channel. Oh, no, wait. Gerard can be the Ancient Aliens guy. He can be Giorgio. <laughs> Amazing. He can be Giorgio. Amazing. Uh... Hi, Giorgio. After a small exorcism on Vincent, the boy, who was being plagued by visions of Harold, it all seemed to calm down. Anthony has been asked multiple times if he would ever sell Harold, but he claims he never will. He's been offered $100, he's been offered $1,000, he's been offered $30,000, and he says no. Again, I'd love to have stupid money. $30,000. Dull hairs. Ooh. Yeah, you did that. Oh, I didn't like that. You did that. I did. Enjoy that feeling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Me, 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 me. All right. So he did write his book. The book became Harold the Haunted Doll, a detailed recounting of everything Harold had ever done while owned by Anthony, while being owned by Anthony. This book is 282 pages long. While it doesn't explain what Harold is, it doesn't rule out anything either. And I did read most of it. It's on Kindle Unlimited if you are that kind of person. Great. Um, Or you can pay $16 to have it hard copy. No, thank you. Yeah. While no media has ever been directly linked to Harold, no like TV shows or Mm. movies, as there are dolls like Robert and Annabelle to do the trick for Hollywood, he does have this kind of like indie vibe about him. (laughs) Like only the true paranormal enthusiasts have an idea of him and what he's capable of. And of course, Zach Bagans, like, you know, he's definitely like, this is the real shit. So before we move on to theories, mm-hmm. how you feeling? You all right? I hate it here. I know. I'm sorry. I'm also sorry it's not on your bingo card. Yeah. I can't wait to go eat pizza. <laughs> she says quietly. So could it be real? The existence of demons is not an uncommon belief. And at the very least, most people believe evil energy exists. Mm-hmm. So the idea that a demon and four victims of its wrath are trapped in an object is not far beyond the other haunted objects we've talked about before. Like, there's something that is tethered to Earth, some kind of energy tethered to Earth, using this as its conduit 
and it itself is trapped inside but has somehow trapped other spirits energies entities inside with it it's not like it like with the uh the mirror that we talked about with like la pascualita with like all of the other like potentially haunted objects that we've talked the dybbuk box now debunked but with that kind of thing it's you know there's a possibility out there for those who believe in that what Harold has going on is more poltergeist activity than ghost activity, which is more deeply rooted in the presence of a demon finding something human to attach itself to and wreaking dangerous havoc, whereas ghost hauntings are usually less intelligent, more like shadows, like they're either mirrors of what used to be, re like replays essentially, or like, you know, shadowy things. A lot of the time and things are deemed intelligent uh, interactions. Most paranormal investigators or psychical researchers are more inclined to believe that those are poltergeist-related rather than ghost-related. Hmm. So I, at some point, I promise I will do a deep dive into the differences, the different kinds, what ghosts might be, what we think, like all that kind of stuff. I promise at some point it will happen. It's just a lot of research to do. With all of the encounters with Harold and the genuine feeling of unease that most people have, even just looking at him, it makes sense that we would feel that Harold really is something beyond our understanding. But what if we could understand some of what is going on? First is the phenomenon of the Uncanny Valley. Essentially, the Uncanny Valley is the hypothesized relationship between objects or images' resemblance to humans and the viewer's emotional response to the object or image. When objects or images imperfectly resemble humans, it can trigger revulsion or an uneasy response in the viewer. The valley portion of this phrase refers to the dip in the viewer's fondness of the image or object, which only increases with the images or objects increase in similarity with the human likeness. Sorry, that's a lot of like images or objects, images or objects. In any case, we talked about this on our episode about La Pascualita, and it often happens with like baby dolls, with anything that has a human-like face. Renesme. Truly. Oh my gosh. I found some <laughs> memes about Renesme and Megan, the like new oh, movie that no. came out about that doll. Mm -hmm. And it was it was a picture of Renesme, a picture of Megan, and someone had tweeted out and said, Oh my gosh, this is what she used to look like. This is her now. <laughs> it was so good. Uh -oh. So second is the phenomenon of pareidolia. This is when you see or hear a pattern in an object or sound that becomes faces, hidden me messages, or images of recognizable things. Examples being electrical outlets that look like happy faces, mm -hmm. seeing a rabbit in the moon, Rorschach inkblot tests, the Virgin Mary on toast, mm -hmm. or hearing Paul is a dead man at the end of I'm so tired on the Beatles' white album when played backwards. These two phenomena could explain why we attribute a kind of agency to Harold and other items like him. He's meant to look human because he's a baby doll, but he's also meant to look like a toy, so he crosses that line just a little bit. When hearing things in the EVPs and recordings, it could be that Anthony and others are simply finding the patterns our brains are hardwired to. While these don't explain every instance of Harold's haunting, they give some good insight into why we're willing to believe his story. But the story may not be all it's told to be. 
Even Anthony believes that the initial eBay listing was probably a hoax, perpetrated by an antiques dealer who was just having trouble selling his wares on the internet. But everything after that is real? <laughs> Question mark? No, what? Beyond the initial eBay listing, those who had encounters were tangentially related to the owners or were, I heard that so-and-so, etc., rather than the person themselves. There isn't a lot of first-hand accounts. Like, Anthony does have them. Kathy does have them. Um, and they've attributed these experiences they had to Harold, but they could also just be blaming him for circumstances rather than looking for a true explanation, mm -hmm. which is also something that happens quite a lot with these kinds of haunted objects of like, oh my God, two days after I got him, my girlfriend left me. Well, what was happening for a year up until your girlfriend <laughs> right. left you? Yeah. Like, was it, is it something that everyone else probably saw coming? Mm. Or how old was your cat when they died? Like that mm. kind of thing where it's like, really, is this the only reason this could possibly have happened? So. While the primary source of Anthony's book is compelling, the firsthand encounters listed in there, like with Vincent's mom and anyone else reaching, reaching out to Anthony, we can only take his word for it. And while I'm hopeful that he's a truthful person, it's hard to take seriously someone who claims to be a skeptic and an investigator in the same breath. He was like, I'm an open-minded skeptic. Like that, those are opposite what? things. That's an oxymoron. <laughs> yeah. They all, like all of these kind of people, like the skeptics who also are basically believers, they all do this thing of, oh, I didn't believe it was true. Same as you did, but until this thing happened and then I couldn't not believe it kind of thing. It... it, it it's admirable that they're trying to debunk it at all, but it doesn't make me think they were trying to debunk it in the first place. Mm. Like, it made, it may, almost always makes me think, you had this belief and it has been confirmed based on what you wanted it to be, mm -hmm. while under the guise of, well, I don't think it's true. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay. Similar to the ancient aliens guys, mm. where they're like, do your research. <laughs> I have. <laughs> I've done a lot of it, actually. Mm. So, is it all a lie? Perpetrated by the internet in the attempt to make us scared of the unexplained? Or, is there really a demon using a doll to mess with the human world? Dun, dun, dun. Bye. Shannon's <laughs> <laughs> out. Roadrunner sound. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> I can't promise no other doll things, but I genuinely don't. Like, there's a, a handful of other dolls that don't have such good stories. The B-list. <laughs> yeah, it really is the B-list of dolls. I thought about listing them here for you, but then I was like, I don't need to give you any more fodder for your nightmares. So I, I didn't. But rest assured, the likelihood of me doing another doll episode is extremely low basically non-existent and the only reason i give you even like a one percent is if uh my dad finds that ventriloquist dummy that he owns <laughs> and then i'll do a story on that <laughs> i have nothing to say <laughs> oh if you were to get on ebay right now what would you be looking for i don't know like, is there something where you're like, I would love to have this thing, but you can't find it anywhere on, like, Facebook Marketplace or any other secondhand situations? Um, there are, like, certain books 
that I am collecting like a certain oh, printing yeah. of the the series and I can't find the correct cover like in the paperback to match all the rest of them. Mm-hmm. So maybe like that or just like vintage like Fallout Boy merch. <laughs> I don't know. Vintage quote unquote. Vintage like, quote unquote. Um, yeah, I mean, I that's fair. I'd probably end up doing something like books. Taylor Swift tickets. <laughs> oh my gosh. No. They, I don't, can they sell those on eBay? Probably not. I don't yeah. know. Um, yeah, I'd probably do something like books or maybe there's some kind of like art print or something like <laughs> We're that. We're boring. But, I mean, and I'm trying, what I'm trying to get at with this question is like the normal person, like the average person does not go to eBay to buy things for the story. No. Or if you do, you buy, like, a mystery box of, like, random stuff. Yeah. And you're a YouTuber in the year 2012. Exactly. But, like, the immense amount of eBay haunted objects is People will call anything haunted these days. (laughs) Back in my day. Back in my day, they were just cursed. (laughs) Zach Bagans pops out from the corner. Cursed? Somebody Somebody said cursed? Haunted? Haunted? Go back in the box, Zach. <laughs> Zach in the box. Yeah. Jack Bagans. <laughs> uh, you say Jack Bagans? No, I said Jack Bagans. You said Jack Bagans. No, I did not. I said Zach Bagans. <laughs> it sounds like Jack Bagans. You're like, no. <laughs> anyway, I know the motherfucker's friends. name. <laughs> yeah, we all do. Did you get bingo? I did. You did? What were your bingos? I haunted. Great. A host is highly skeptical. Yep, that's me. Free space. Great. Reference to Emma's husband. That, yep. Hello, Gerard. And reference to a previous episode. Amazing. Well done. You get dinner, (laughs) which I was going to give you anyway. Thanks, Mom. You're welcome. Well, friends, we love you. Yeah, I love you guys. Yeah, I'm so sorry to all of you um, when you listen to this episode. I had a lot of fun researching it. I also have very little belief in these. I find them funny. Um, so I'm sorry, Shannon. Uh, but this is truly one of the only ones I've done recently that's like super duper scary. So I. Yeah. And based on Alyssa's like list of. Because uh, I have, again, I have Rackham yeah. Stactum. So like I know that the next one is not a super duper scary one yeah so i hope to say that you will not cry i might make you cry somehow there's always there's always a way if there's if there's a gerard there's a way (laughs) (laughs) well done thank you uh we're gonna go eat some pizzas so remember this podcast doesn't exist but harold the doll does bye so loud. You're welcome. <laughs>